Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Crowning Moment Podcast. I'm your host, Casey Gibson. For those who are new here, this is a podcast all about pageantry. So let's get into today's episode with a super special guest. We have the newly crowned Miss USA, Noelia. Let's welcome her into the chat today. How are you? Oh, thank you for having me, first of all, but I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing? I am great. I'm just so happy that we can actually sit down and get down to the nitty gritty. Let's jump into it. Tell the listeners a little bit about what your crowning moment was like from your point of view, if you even remember it. (laughs) I do remember it. And I remember thinking to myself when I was standing there holding hands with Savannah, who was Miss Hawaii USA, my first runner up. Noelia, do not black out right now because I didn't want to forget that moment, regardless of what happened, like whether I had won or she had won. I did not want to forget it because it was really special. Any girl that's in the pageant system, especially in the USA system, is working really hard to get to that moment of not only competing at Miss USA, but then hopefully being like one of the final two. And it was important to me that if I finally made it to that point, that I would remember every bit of it and not let myself like black out to the point that I don't remember. So it was really special um, just standing there. And I remember us having to wait a very long time for them to announce the winner. And so we just started like kind of talking to each other to kind of pass the time. And it's funny because if I am able to find a good like close up video of us and I'd like put subtitles to what we're saying, you'll be able to know what we're talking about. And the funny thing is, is she we're staring at each other and she goes, I just realized I don't follow you on Instagram. And and it was the funniest thing. And it, it was funny because we actually had our glam done by Team Flawless the whole week. So we were like hanging out and talking. We were like friends, but we just didn't realize that we didn't follow each other on Instagram. So no hard feelings or anything, but it was just like a funny thing that she said in that moment. And I was like, what? Like, we'll have to opt to follow you back. Like, whatever. And um, I said, I have to visit you in Hawaii. And she was like, yeah, you have to come visit me in Bali. And I was like, Bali? Um, but it's hysterical. Like this, this conversation that we were having, just trying to remain calm. Um, but then when I was called the winner, I completely broke down. As you can probably see in the video, I'm like immediately crying. And even after like my first walk as Miss USA was done and the girls rushed me and everything, um, I was still crying. And I just couldn't believe that it finally happened for me because if anybody knows my story, I was first runner up three times in the USA system trying to get to either Miss Teen USA or Miss USA, sorry, Miss USA. And so to finally got like get there and then actually win was something that it wasn't that I didn't believe in myself that I could do it, but I had been used to it not always happening for me. And so I just felt so grateful in that moment that I was like essentially chosen, you know, to uphold this responsibility. And so it's something that I take really seriously. And I'm really excited to work on Uma Sophia with like what we're going to do together on our reign. And then, of course, getting ready for Miss Universe, because that's like right around the corner. Yeah, it's literally like a month away. (laughs) So, and I want to touch a little bit on your experience in the USA system as someone who is from the RPM area of the USA. um, I had seen your journey for the past two years at Alabama. And I want to ask, you know, what did it feel like going from first year up to then getting the Miss USA crown on your head? I know we just talked about your crowning moment, but what was that mind shift of like, 
okay, you know, it was a, I'm going to go in next year, compete for USA again. And then boom. Okay. Well, I've just won Miss USA. What was that like? <laughs> oh my gosh. It, it, it was a crazy shift in my head. It, it, it felt like, oh my gosh, I finally did it. And that was almost like how I felt at Utah when I won. Um, the crowning video of me in Utah is really funny because I actually didn't like my answer on stage at Utah. So I truly felt like I wasn't going to win it. And then when it was me and my first runner up standing there, I just thought, well, I've been first runner up three times before. It was a fourth time. And I was really prepared to get it again. And the thing is, is I've always been really proud of myself every time I placed at all, let alone get first runner up. And I know that sometimes people think like, oh, that must really sting. And maybe it does like a little bit, but if you shift your perspective, you can really feel differently about it. Like I, I never wanted to feel badly about it. So I didn't really let myself. I, I always looked at it from a place of you made it so far, like to being the top two. And maybe the judges thought the other girl was the better candidate and that's okay. But if anything were to happen to that person, you still have a big responsibility. I mean, we all know the speech, right? If the, if the winner can't uphold her duties, the first runner up will take her place. And that's still a big responsibility. So as much as it was like, oh man, like, you know, you work really hard to get there. You think, okay, maybe now this is the time and then it doesn't happen for you and you have to wait another year. Um, I, I've always believed that timing is everything. And I think that this is like the biggest testament to that because had I won in the past, it's very possible that I would have never won Miss USA. And so now like here I am and all of those trials and tribulations led me to this moment. And so I wouldn't trade it for anything and I could not be more grateful. And I think if anything, it like really built my character. So I am just, I'm over the moon. And I think one of the things that I know as I've been first runner up many, many times in pageantry, and that was one of those, it was a, a sweet spot, but almost a sour spot. But at the same time, I feel like you learn more yeah. from the loss than you do from the win and that sounds yeah. so odd because everybody you know to win in pageantry is a really big deal but also to be first in a row like that is a huge responsibility that you have to take on and be prepared in case aka Morgan Romano in case Arbany had gone on to win Miss Universe so those are things that you may not realize that you need to be prepared for but you're still preparing along the way and I want to ask you this you may not have an answer to this but at any point during the week did you think I'm going to win Miss USA or was it just, I'm going to work as hard as I can. I'm going to work as hard as I can. That that's always been my mindset. Like I know people are super into saying like, Oh, you got to manifest it. You have to say like, I am the next X, Y, Z, but I could never bring myself to do that. I don't know why. I, I, I don't know if I was afraid of like jinxing myself or like, I really am just like a humble person. I, I felt uncomfortable saying like, Oh, I'm going to be the next Miss whatever, because that's something that it's not even entirely in your hands. And, you know, all you can do is do your best because at the end of the day, if there was a different judging panel or selection committee, is what we're calling it. If there was a different selection committee, the results could have been completely different. And my point in saying that is like, so many things have to happen in order for a girl to win a pageant that I feel that there was always like a plan for every girl who's ever won a state title or a Miss USA or Miss Universe. Like, I, I just feel like it was always meant for them. 
Um, now, I don't know if anybody agrees with me, but that's just been my stance. And so I, I always said to myself, I'm going to do the best I can. And that's all I can do. And I actually, I said that to my roommate who Josie Stevens was Miss Nevada USA. Um, she was also uh, an RPM girl at one point. So, you know, we, we got really close during the week and we had conversations about that. And even the night before finals, she was like, girl, we have to pack our stuff. And I was like, why do we have to pack our stuff? She goes, because if either one of us wins, we have to like, we get moved to a different hotel room. And I was like, oh, really? And I remember thinking like, I mean, I'll pack just in case, but like, I didn't think I was going to win. And I even said to Josie multiple times throughout the week, I was like, oh, it's going to be so sad to leave, like leave you because we got so close. I was like, I'm just going to go back to my empty apartment in Salt Lake City. And she was like, she was like, no, you don't know that. And I was like, no, I probably am. Like, and again, it wasn't that I didn't believe in myself. It's just that it's out of your hands. Yeah, exactly. And that's one of those things is there is so many girls at this competition, one from every state and district of Columbia. They're yeah. all beautiful. They're all worthy. They're all worth getting the title of Miss USA. And so it's just, like you said, it could be depending on what the judges or the selection panel eat for breakfast that decides, oh, today I'm going to pick this person. It's exactly. you know different panel, different selection committee, different results. And that's the best part about it. But I want to ask a few questions that you know, everybody's been dying to know. Wow. What was the design of your Miss USA gown? I know it was made by a Venezuelan designer. So tell us a little bit about what that looked like behind the scenes. Oh my gosh. So um, I had been compiling inspiration for a while before I even won like a state title, just because I, I thought, okay, one day if I get to Miss USA, I don't want to forget that I saw this dress and I like it or, you know, this element of a dress and I like it. So I had like a folder on my Instagram where I was like saving everything and thought, okay, one day, hopefully I will get there and I'll be able to use it. So I compiled all this inspiration and with my director, Shana Mokler and my coach, Jules Meyer from PR pageant coaches and Raven and a couple other people, um, we really worked together on coming up with a design that felt like it reflected my personality. And the interesting thing is, is I know I wore a lot of like yellow at Miss USA. My swimsuit was yellow, um, which was sponsored. So it's not like I went out and bought it in yellow, but I wore yellow, um, had a yellow gown and then my interview outfit, which is a different story, <laughs> being, you know, a shade of yellow. I never used to wear yellow prior to like me winning Utah. It never happened because it was actually a color that I didn't ever find very flattering on me. But what we ended up finding out was that like, it has to be the right shade of yellow. And then like my hair has to be the right color and my tan has to be the right color for it to really work. So yellow was kind of like a strategic risk that we took because we knew that nobody would really expect me to wear yellow. But also I wore yellow at a, at a photo shoot with Fidel Barisha and I, we loved the way it looked on me and I felt good in it. And I was like, okay, if I can feel good in this color, then like, it's a strong contender for USA. Um, as like in comparison to the other colors I kind of like had on my list of like, okay, we can maybe do this. So we ended up going with yellow and we wanted it to be like a high neck situation. So that's why you kind of see like a collar on my gown um, because people have been commenting on like my height and stuff like that. I'm not the tallest girl in the bunch. So we definitely have to 
pick design elements that lengthen me. So that was another reason why. Um, but I just like love that style of gown anyway. And we ended up sending all this inspiration to the gown designer. And he came up with like a, the most beautiful sketch. And we all knew when we saw it that that was the one. And we, you know, went over stones, like the colors, the material and everything. And we landed on like a final concept and he designed it and I got it in the mail. When I tried it on, I just about fainted. Like it was so beautiful. And that gown to me will always be really special because it was something that I never in my life thought I would wear for Miss USA, but it ended up being such like a special gown in such a special moment. Before we wrap this up, I want to ask, what are you looking forward to going to Miss Universe literally a month away? What is like the, the favorite thing you're looking forward to? Well, I'm looking forward to connecting with the people in El Salvador, obviously, because I am a Venezuelan American woman. I am able to speak Spanish. And I think, you know, I've seen videos in the past of um, title holders from whatever country going to the host country where they speak a different language. And they're able to like kind of connect with them a little bit. They they know like the basic greetings and stuff like that. But I think it's just different when you can actually speak their language and can connect with them on a deeper level. So I'm really excited about that. But I'm also excited about connecting with just like a larger population in general um, and getting to meet these girls from all different countries and walks of life. Um, I'm excited to meet Miss Venezuela, of course, and we're going to be next to each other in the lineup. And And I just want to be clear that, you know, I'm in no way trying to claim that, like, I am Miss Venezuela. I've, you know, seen people try to make certain comments about that. I'm like, no, I'm just proud of my heritage and it's part of who I am. But, you know, I, I really appreciate everybody's support, especially from Venezuela. They've been so excited and they're all making jokes like who do we support miss miss usa or miss venezuela i'm like you can support both of us we're both incredible women like let's 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 build each other up like we don't we don't need to do any comparison um so we're you know we're in we're in the industry of empowering each other not bringing each other down so i'm i'm excited about that and just trying to reach a broader audience that's that's one of the biggest goals i have for this year is just reaching as many people as i can and being at miss universe you get to do that I absolutely love how humble you are in all of these situations too of like you're just you're really to empower and encourage those around you and I'm super excited to see what you do this year as Miss USA possibly have a back-to-back a Miss Universe who knows who knows we'll throw it out there go ahead and just scare you a little bit (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh I I love that I put my hand up on my face and my one of my acrylics popped off last night that's how that's how I'm doing right now that is okay. I know. I'm right there with you. I was literally typing all of my notes for this yesterday and yeah. I lost nails. So I had to go with the glue on kiss today. My nail guy could not fit me in. <laughs> oh my gosh. See, I really wish I had some of that right now. I need to like door dash one of them. Door dash it. Door yeah. dash it. <laughs> I love that. I have to, I, we're, but we're keeping it real here. This is what happens after you compete at Miss USA. You're, you're bound to lose a nail. Yes. I mean, it has been a long week. You have really been putting in the hard work to lose a nail. is It's a blessing at this point because yeah. you got the crown and you maybe lost a nail, but that's okay. <laughs> exactly. I know, right? There's, you know, we have much to celebrate. Absolutely. Well, we've come to the final question of the podcast where I like to ask everyone the same question. Are you ready? Yes. Yes. All right. 
in what way has pageants positively impacted you? I have seen so much personal growth since I started competing in pageants seven years ago. I have shared with other people that when I first started competing, I was just 16 years old. I really didn't know what I was doing. And I knew that other girls had great experiences, but I was finding myself Um, unfortunately, which, and I know that this is a very normal thing. So this is why I want to be transparent about it so that people know I also experienced it was I, I found myself comparing myself to other delegates when I first started. And what I ended up realizing later on was that not only was that not fair to me, um, because I was not being very nice to myself, but also it was an eye opening kind of revelation where I realized we all can bring something different to the table and stand out individually. There's no point in comparing yourself to other people and making yourself feel bad, but then also making the week or however long you're at the pageant a miserable experience. Like you need to go in there and know that you are a strong person, that you are just as impressive as anybody else that's there. You're just as deserving as anybody else that's there. And go into it knowing that, what's what's meant to be will be so just do your best and like have a good time doing it and i'm so happy that that is a mindset that i adopted years ago because had i not miss usa would have been really hard because everybody that's there worked very hard to win their state and they're all deserving of being miss usa and i have heard unfortunate stories of girls having a terrible time at miss usa because they just could not get past that comparison game and comparison is the thief of joy so in my life that's something i will always apply because now you know pretty much once i'm done competing at miss universe that'll be like my last pageant i want to continue to apply that mindset to the rest of my life because my like my journey has been unconventional And there have been times that I've compared myself to the lives of like the people I went to high school with that are already graduated from college and have these jobs. And I haven't graduated from college yet. And so part of me feels like, oh, my gosh, why should I already be there? And the other part of me is like, girl, you just want to miss USA. Like, you're fine. You're doing great, honey. Like, celebrate your wins. It's okay. Everyone's on a different path. So, um, a lot of personal growth has come from me competing in pageants, not only in that aspect, but then my community service projects as well, getting to write my children's book after that nine-year-old girl from Birmingham who took her own life because she was bullied, getting to educate a thousand students across the country on dating violence and and prevention, getting to share my story about my heritage and advocating for immigration rights and reform. Like all of these things have compiled and I think made me a better person And it's really deepened my passion for serving people and connecting with people. And Layla has had a conversation with me and Uma Sophia about really broadening our horizons on what the on what we want to advocate for, what community service projects we want to take on. And I'm so glad that we have that encouragement and support because there have been other things I wanted to do, but wasn't sure if it if people would be like, oh, what she's doing too much or anything like that. But with her support, I feel just more empowered to do that. So there's a lot of ideas that I have that are very personal to me that I'm excited to share eventually. Um, But for now, I'm just soaking in this moment and getting to do fun interviews like this. This was so much fun. Yeah, thank you for joining. This was amazing. I was just super excited to get you literally days after winning. That is 
unheard of. It took, I think, <laughs> months, months before we could get Arbany last year on the podcast just because it was such a busy time. She was immediately into other interview things. So mm-hmm. I'm just so happy that you could sit down with me today. And this was so Thank awesome. You. But you know, I just really wish you the best at universe and you always have a hand here, someone to help you, someone to encourage you. I'm always here for you. You're so sweet. Thank you so much for having me. I had such a good time. This podcast is amazing and I can't wait for me to be able to connect with people. I hope that they relate in some way or another to this. So I just thank you for having this platform and having me on. Absolutely. Well, guys, you heard it here first. This was Miss USA, and we wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors. But you never know what happens in the future, so I guess you'll have to check out next week on another episode of The Crowning Moment. Bye, guys.